Sunday spirituality. Sunday spirituality. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Patient Zero. Welcome to the show. If you don't know, you better ask somebody. This is, this is, this is... Mixture of variety. I go by the name of Patient Zero. We're going to get this cracking. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. Welcome, everybody. This is, uh, this is different than any other show that we do all week long. This is definitely a lot different. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know why there's nothing wrong with that? Because Sunday is a perfect opportunity to recharge our batteries. A perfect opportunity to rejuvenate ourselves. Relax. And really get caught in the moment. We have an amazing show for you today. I personally absolutely love spiritual or Sunday spirituality. I personally love it. Because I do the same with you guys. I relax and rejuvenate and recharge my batteries too. Um, We are going to be talking about transcendence today. Ladies and gentlemen, transcendence. And we're going to be talking about... I think it's six different ways. I think it's six different ways of how to do that. How to... Utilize what you have to utilize from the universe or your higher self or a higher power. 
So you can transcend. You feel me? So you can transcend. I feel like, you know, at, at some point, if especially if you're a spiritual person, everybody's going to want to, you know, transcend or at least try to. And this is a beautiful thing, too, because not too long ago, not too long ago, we, we did um, a show, How Do You Know That You're Making Some Type of Spiritual Transformation? And not only how do you know, but what you can do to make that happen. <clears throat> So, it's kind of, you know, it's similar. It's similar. And we're going to get all into that, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, it is September 26, 2021. Can you believe it? September is just about over. October, November, December, and boom, the year is over. The holidays are upon us, ladies and gentlemen. The holidays are upon us. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good rest of the year i feel it in my bones i feel it in my bones i actually am pretty optimistic about the next couple months i truly am and i'm definitely optimistic about this podcast yes indeed if you guys don't know we've only been doing this sunday spirituality for about a month and a half or so i don't even think we've been doing it for two months yet um but we're rolling with it because it's just so different and it's so wonderful. It's just so perfect on a Sunday. A lot of people are off work, not everybody, but it doesn't matter. Even if you have to work, you can still catch the vibes before you go into work. Or if you can't catch the live show, like Sala in the room. If you can't catch the live show, it's all right, because everything that we do, every show that we put out on CastBox, is basically recorded. So any, it's a bonus for Nikki P and myself. Big shout out to Nikki P, by the way. She's in Florida. She's on vacation, my other half of the show. Big shouts to her. Um, you guys come in and listen live. It's totally, it's a bonus, you know? It's just, that, that makes it feel like we're... On the radio, but I guess I guess podcasts are the new radio anyway. But whatever we do in the rooms and whatever we do in the pod is uploaded, and then you guys can listen to it whenever you want on any podcast platform that you want. So if you're driving to work, or maybe at work, or at the gym, or whatever you're doing. And whatever your favorite podcast platform is, if you listen to podcasts, just search for Mixture of Roddy. You'll find us. You'll see us. And we don't only do Sunday spirituality shows, is my point. This is a variety show podcast. I just want you guys to know that, okay? It's a variety show podcast, and we talk about anything and everything. We truly do. We touch on every topic you can imagine. <clears throat> on top of that we are youtubers we are officially youtubers since the beginning of the year since january 8th we went live we learned a lot just like we learned a lot in our audio podcast and 
we became YouTubers. We put our podcast on YouTube. We do the same exact thing that we do. Nikki P joins me remotely. We do the same thing that we do with the audio show, except we have a camera in our face, which actually makes it a lot different. We're also starting to get more guests on. We had an awesome guest last Friday, Jungle Justin, really cool guy. He's like the Steve Irwin of uh, Canada. He was really cool. Then we have Value for Viral coming up this Friday. We had Jada Patriot two weeks um, before that, or two weeks ago, I should say. I'm losing track of time. But anyway, it's a win-win when you have a podcast with a guest because you're promoting the podcast and they're promoting themselves and then they want to promote themselves, so they promote the podcast. You know what I mean? Because that's just how it is. If they're promoting themselves and they're saying, hey, check me out on this podcast, then that means that traffic is coming to the podcast. And if we're putting out the podcast saying, hey, listen to the podcast, we have an awesome guest, then obviously the guest is getting recognition as well. And obviously you guys are not stupid. You know that. But I'm just saying it's just such a beautiful thing. It's a win-win. It's definitely a win-win. Speaking of win-win, make sure to follow us on IG. That way you'll get the 411 of everything that's going on in the show. It is our only social media that we have. Actually, I lied. We also have Rumble, but we're barely ever on there. I should live stream there one day. One day I will. When I'm doing the the shows that, you know, I feel like might get blocked on YouTube. (laughs) Uh, You know how that goes. But for now, IG is where it's at, and IG is where I hit you in the head with a banner and you see what we're talking about that night, so or that day, so you know what we're talking about on the show that night. The main shows, ladies and gentlemen, are Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Okay, so Monday and Wednesday are on CastBox, where you're listening now, or maybe you're not listening now. If you're not live in the room, maybe you're listening on any other podcast platform. But the main shows that you'll get that their new updated shows are going to be Monday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And then Friday, obviously, is the live stream on YouTube. But I'm telling you right now, there's always bonus shows. There's always bonus shows. Um, Even like yesterday, for example. We have to keep the balance of the podcast just like we keep the balance in life. So... That's just how it is. And because we're a variety show, we can do that. So yesterday was a hip-hop party. Yesterday was a hip-hop. Mix. Like a hip-hop DJ mix. It was a lot of fun. I was live on Bego. Bego is a live streaming app. Big shouts to Bego. Always showing me love when I hop on there. There's always, you know, 60, between 60 and 70 people in the room constantly. Uh, I mean, they rotate, but, and they're always showing me love and they're always, you know, following me and stuff like that. And um, big shouts to Bigo. One of the reasons why our, our views went up on YouTube when we started um, 
But anyway, Bigo, you can search for a mixture of variety, but our actual name is at in the mix, I-N-D-A-M-I-X, I-N-D-A-M-I-X. And it was definitely in the mix. And some people got lost in the mix. And it was mixture of variety. It was DJ Patient Zero on the ones and twos. And we just had a blast. Hip-hop nonstop for one full hour. It was a blast. And then we completely switch it up when we have shows like this. So, basically that's that. And I say we get right to it. I say we get right to it. We're going to talk about six examples. Um, We might talk about five, depending on how much time we have. And you guys know I like to talk. Depending on how many people are in the room, depending if people want to call in, depending on how many, you know, how much time we have in general. Um, right now we have plenty of time, so we're good. Um, so let's see what we got. The quintessential example of self-transcendence is undoubtedly Victor Frankl's experience in the concentration camps of World War II. This is from positivepsychology.com so this is just what it is i'm not a professional in any way i should have said that at first (laughs) the the disclaimer we always have a disclaimer and then after the disclaimer i say that we're not professionals in any way these are just our thoughts views and opinions and our life experiences strength and hope and or finding a a very interesting website that can word it a lot better than us despite his great personal suffering or perhaps because of it frankel found a higher purpose in his life. He was able to put his own needs and interests aside and see the big picture and how he fits into it. Many prisoners in camps succumbed to despair, as you can imagine, and dehumanization, losing their fight for life, liberty, and a sense of self. However, some in the camp actually seemed to retain or even further develop their sense of self and find or reaffirm their life's purpose. Can you imagine? You're in a camp, you're in a jail, and some people are losing their mind, and you are getting more closer to your higher self, and you are connecting to a higher power, and you are finding yourself. And reaffirming your life's purpose. Can you imagine? I'm sure not many people were like Frankel. What up, Bobby? Of course, one does not need to undergo prolonged suffering to reach self-transcendence. According to Maslow, it can be reached by anyone. So they're, they're basically saying you don't have to be thrown in a concentration camp you don't have to be thrown in a prison for this to happen when you lose everything you gain that connection to a higher higher power or a higher self because you have nothing everything was stripped from you physically mentally you're losing your mind emotionally you can snap at any moment and those are the people that really do damage like try to kill themselves in, in prison or whatever like that but the one part that you have The one part that you have is that spiritual connection. And everybody has to remember, because I say it every Sunday, 
We're so connected to the human part of us because of our day-to-day lives and our families and going to work and doing our hobbies and working on our goals. But everybody has to remember that we are spiritual beings living a human experience. Bobby says, I never and will not go to prison. Good for you, Bobby. That's you definitely don't want to do that. That's you don't want to you don't want you, you, you don't want to use these skills that we're going to be talking about now so you can practice transcendence and you can transcend in a different place uh, emot- emotionally and spiritually. You definitely don't want to do that. They're just they're using that as an example for how this happened. And how this can happen, because once you get everything stripped from you, you're at a point where you have nothing. Where do you go from there? It's hard to pinpoint other examples of self-transcendence. Transcendence. But it's there's four characteristics. Okay. That will ensure you. And you know, you'll know it when you see it. This is similar, ladies and gentlemen, this is definitely similar to one of the shows that we did about a month ago when if you were finding that spiritual connection, if you were finding that spiritual connection to your higher power or to your higher self and having that spiritual growth and there were ways to notice that, there were ways to figure out how to notice that and there were ways to make that happen even quicker Um, because the first thing is being aware of your conscious you have to be aware of your consciousness so you can even form that connection with the higher power Bobby says I'd rather keep my work I hear you bro So number one, a shift in focus from the self to others. A shift in focus from the self to others. This shift from selfishness and egoism to consideration of the needs of others is a marker of self-transcendence and is the most important feature. So a lot of people really struggle with this. And a lot of people don't even know where to start, really. If you shift that focus from self to others, what that mainly means is that you're completely shedding your ego, right? What that mainly means is that you're being a lot more sympathetic and possibly empathetic, depending on the situation where you're actually literally putting yourself in their shoes. And also, you might look at the world differently. You might look at the world differently in the sense that, and like realizing that we are all connected and we are all one. We are all connected and we are all one. This is a fact. But everybody is so, it's all about individualism, individualism and That's how a lot of societies, for the most part, except for like a Buddhist society, Buddhist, one of the first rules in in Buddhism is that we are all one. Um, And that's why I was intrigued with that several years ago. 
just intrigued in, in Buddhism in general, but that you just look at things like that. So we're all one. And so that means if you kill an insect or you kill, you know, you, you go hunting and you kill an animal or you're fighting with somebody or whatever it is, that energy is just transferred in almost a circle, the circle of life, that circle of energy that you're just continuously. It's almost like you're beating yourself up. It's almost like you're doing it for, to yourself because we are all one. We are all one. So when you make that shift in focus from the self to others, they say this is the most important step and probably the most difficult, especially if you are a selfish person. If you are a selfish person to begin with and you have a, a strong ego and it's all about the individual, you're going to really struggle with this. But to get to that first step of self-transcendence, this is very important. That's that spiritual growth. It all comes with that. So you are taking yourself spiritually to a whole different way of thinking. It's almost like you're an empath. You know, it's almost like you're an empath, but you're taking on the good and the bad of the entire world. You're taking on the good and the bad and you're just feeling everybody's emotion. You're feeling everybody's, you're feeling the tension, you're feeling the positivity, you're feeling whatever it is and you're realizing that we are all one. Bobby says, I don't kill animals. That's a good thing. But I did have an argue with my girlfriend. Yeah, sometimes, you know, sometimes that happens. Number two, a shift in values. Those who have achieved self-transcendence no longer find themselves driven by motivation, extrinsic motivation, sorry, or external rewards and demands, but by intrinsic motivation, the reward for an activity for the activity itself. So let me give you an example. This is something like you are once again, you're you're in, in the process of this spiritual transformation. You're in the process of this transformation of self transcendence. And you do something really you do something really positive for somebody. You help somebody out. You do a good deed. Okay, whatever it is. Let's just use for this example, let's say that you gave, you saw a homeless person on the side of the road. And you passed them with your car. So you slowed down, you backed up, you, you pulled over, and you happen to have some food that you just came back from McDonald's or something like that. This is, a, this is just an example. And you gave the homeless person some food. Okay, you said, here, you hungry? Here's some food. And that's just what it is. Then you go about your day. If you go about your day and then you go to work and you tell everybody what happened. Oh, I, I you won't believe it. Like I had to pull over because I was this homeless guy. I, you know, I almost hit with my car, but um, I gave him some food and he, we just went about our day, you know, and then you get home and you tell your significant other and you tell your family. And then you call your mom 
and you're telling everybody. You're telling everybody about the story that is now not even a positive good deed ego shedding story anymore because now it's all about you you see what i'm saying now it's all about you the story just completely changed into being such a a um a good deed from the heart and just a a a, a very touching activity from the heart you have now turned it into it's all about me okay so a shift in values if you take that same story and you do exactly the same thing and you give the homeless person some food that you have that you know still hot you just got it from you just got it from the drive through it's still hot and you just completely made the homeless person's day and couldn't believe it they're they're blown away of how how sweet that was and 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 how how what a beautiful thing that was and they just couldn't they couldn't thank you enough so that energy in the universe that you just put out there is now focused on the homeless man or woman it, and then you drive off and you continue the rest of your day and you don't tell a soul you don't tell one person about it you don't tell one person what you did you see the difference because now that energy put into the universe, that that beautiful, uplifting, inspiring maybe energy that you put out into the universe is now focused on that homeless person. It's not all about you. Okay. Which goes. Which actually goes perfectly with the next one. Number three, an increase in moral concern. Self-transcendence brings with it a more intense focus on doing what is right. So that that definitely goes hand in hand with that one, right? Because that example that I just used, you will now be a lot more aware. Okay. You will you will be aware when at when if you're not practicing self transcendence or at least going in the direction of some type of spiritual growth, you won't even see the homeless person on the side of the road. If we're just continuing with that example, you know what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? If you if you don't even realize or it's not you're you're so blind, you have the blinders on that it's all about you and it's all about your ego. You're going to drive past that person and not even recognize that person. Okay. I'm not saying that every single, listen, I'm from New York. So if you see homeless people, I'm not saying every single homeless person you have to stop and give, you know, if, like who, who would do that, uh, you know, for, for that many people. I'm just saying you would be aware that these, you know, that there's somebody that can possibly use your help instead of just having the blinders on and having the, you know, the biggest ego in the world and just driving past. So then the next the next step of that will be if you do stop and you just happen to see a, a particular homeless person and you give them the food, you know, some of the food that you just got from McDonald's and then you keep it moving and then you just don't talk about it for the entire day. You don't say anything because that energy is pushed onto that human being and that energy is put into the universe and that's it. 
let it go. Karma is definitely a real thing, and karma will come back to you, good or bad. Okay, 100%. Karma will come back to you, good or bad. If you leave it like that and you put it in the, or at the universe like that, that is all it's going to be about. If you have to tell 12 people, you have to tell everybody that you work with and your significant other and your family, you just, you ruined it. You ruined it. So those two, those two definitely go together. Bobby says, I'm from England and there are homeless people here too. Oh yeah, I mean, there's homeless people everywhere. I just, I just basically mentioned New York just because there's so many here, you know, um, and I was just using that as an example because if you had to stop at every single homeless person, it would be a little much. But just to continue on that same example of giving some hot food that you just came from McDonald's from um, and not telling anybody or making it all about yourself, make it all about yourself and you tell everybody you just ruined it. If you do the good deed and you put that in the universe and then you just leave it alone, you never tell one person, that is what they're trying to say as far as making that transition to self-transcendence. Number four, emotions of elevation. These are experiencing experiences of higher order emotions can be triggered by all three of these characteristics described above. The emotions include awe, ecstasy, amazement, feeling uplifted, feeling elevated, etc. So I guess whatever the deed is and whatever positive energy you're putting into the universe. These are the type of emotions that you want to feel. And hopefully these are the same feelings that you are projecting onto that person or that situation. Awe, ecstasy, amazement, feeling uplifted, feeling elevated. Mr. M. What's going on, Mr. M? How is everybody? How's everybody this beautiful Sunday afternoon? It actually is beautiful. I don't know where you guys are from. It might be nighttime. It might be dark out. You know, I'm, I'm not sure exactly because I know there's people from across the globe. But I got to say that it is such a beautiful day here in New York. Um, it's just so perfect. After the show, I'm going to definitely go outside until 4.30 when my football team plays. <laughs> but besides that. So how to achieve self-transcendence? Don't we all want to know that, ladies and gentlemen? Don't we all want to know that? It's night there, huh, SA? From Iran. You guys rock. Can I just tell you, I love everybody from Iran. There's been a lot of people in the room from Iran. There's been a lot of callers from Iran. Um, I spoke to this beautiful lady uh, a couple days ago from Iran. beautiful name and a beautiful voice um england obviously i you know i love england i love everybody india 
all my people, listen, we're all connected and you guys are in the right show because this is Sunday Spirituality. And even though we do things differently and this is a variety show, this is not only what we talk about. This is not the only topic and the subject matter that we talk about. But you guys are here and we're here and it's Sunday. And why not be the moment with me and with everybody else? So how to achieve self-transcendence? Obviously, this is why everybody's here. This is what everybody wants to know. And <coughs> excuse me. And not only if you're not in the live show, if you're listening on Spotify after the fact, whatever, I'm going to upload this after after the show and it's all good to go. If you want to achieve self-transcendence for yourself, there are ways to go about it. It's not an easy path, obviously. Sometimes it takes half of a lifetime. And sometimes you don't even start progressing and start asking the right questions and start doing the right things until half your life is over. Until basically you're at midlife. It's not an easy path, as it represents the highest height of human development, beyond even Maslow, where we talked about before, Maslow's rarely achieved self-actualization. However, there are a few things you can do to, to propel your development and reach toward self-transcendence. Okay, so this is what it is. I wish right now I could just say, I could just snap my fingers, boom, everybody listening right now. Self-transcended, baby. We have self-transcended. We are there. We are spiritually there. We made it. Obviously, it's not that. It doesn't work like that. But like everything else, if you put in the time, the energy, the effort, and the motivation behind it, you'll get there. You'll get there. We'll all get there. And I feel like with everything that's going on in the world these days, I feel like we all need to... to connect to our higher self, a higher power, God, whoever it is, now more than ever. I feel like we need to connect to our spiritual side now more than ever. Because remember, we are spiritual beings living a human experience, and a lot of people forget that. We are spiritual beings living a human experience, okay? Not the opposite way. Thank you for the uh, the hearts, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. Y and S.A. Yeah, absolutely. Um, S.A., we have we have time for a call. I'm just going through these. Uh, let me see. Six, seven. Yeah, I'm going to go through seven. Ideas or seven ways or seven exercises or seven. I guess ideas more than anything. Um, but yeah, we have time. We have time. MLD in the building. All right, so here are some. Let's go through seven. Obviously, I believe that there's a lot more than this. I believe that there's a lot more than this. Discover what puts you into Theta, okay? Theta is the quiet and peaceful state just between asleep and awake. And harness it to enter the inspirational and expanded state more often. Okay, well, obviously, this is very difficult. This is not an easy one at all, and this is just the first one. But 
what gets you in that state? What gets you in that state of theta, the quiet and peaceful state just between sleep and awake? Some people will say music. Some people will say meditation, right? Obviously, meditation is a big one. Meditation can be a whole podcast by itself. uh, Meditation has been a whole podcast by itself. But the thing is, I Oh, I'm sorry guys. Um Mr. Y, what do you do? Well, a little of this and a little of that. But I'm a podcaster. That's, you know, that's the most important thing that you guys need to know. I'm a, I'm also a a spiritual teacher. So, meditation by itself, obviously, a lot of people have to work hard for that. A lot of people have to work hard um, and get very frustrated because of not getting in that state of where they should be, not getting in that state of theta. Um, but with enough practice, just like everything else, you can get there. And would you look at this? Number two. Practice meditation. I didn't even look at that one. Practice meditation. Obviously, that's going to be one of the things, one of the techniques to use when you actually try to expand your mind and try to get into that state in between being awake and sleeping, where it's almost like a, it's almost like having a vivid dream. It's almost like, I mean, I'm sorry, a, um, not a vivid dream. What is it called? A, uh, oh, I can't think of it now. I'll think of it. A lucid, a lucid dream. It's kind of like having a lucid, vivid dream uh, where you're kind of back into your body, so to speak. You're, you're, you're kind of on the, the plane of human beings and the and the earth plane but at the same time you're kind of off into the spiritual plane wherever that is um and that's a beautiful place to be i wish i could be like that all the time but whether through stereotypical sitting on a cushion with cross legs through mindfulness activities mindful listening Mindful walking, mindful eating. That's always a really good one, too, for me. I personally, just a quick side note, guys. I personally struggle with sitting on a mat with my legs crossed and breathing deep and slow and trying to meditate that way. It just does not work for me. And I have tried and tried and tried and tried. And it gets very frustrating because... My mind is so cluttered at times. Actually, most of the time. My best type of meditation is either a walking meditation where I'm using my five senses and everything that I see and feel and touch and smell. I am staying in the moment and realizing what it is and and all my energy and focus is just on that and that alone. And another one for me, I don't know if you guys tried it or if you enjoy it, Another one for me is a guided meditation. A guided meditation is different because I'm not just focusing on my thoughts and I'm getting frustrated that 
these thoughts are coming into my head and I have to, you know, exit, exit, the exit that way. Then another one comes in. No, get out of my head. And then another thought comes in. No, get out of my head. And before you know it, 20, 30 minutes went by and, and I didn't feel anything. I just felt frustrated. But a guided meditation, when a person, a voice is telling me what to do and where to go in my mind and then use my imagination to go there and do these things and then while i'm in the imagine uh, while i'm while i'm in the imagination i can then use the five senses and do the same thing that i was doing with the walking meditation that works really well for me <clears throat> that works really well for me mr y says 26 letters of english language is not sufficient to appreciate mr host's personality and knowledge mr y is he still in here? Oh, I don't think he's in here anymore. Lucid, vivid dream. Walking. Oh, yeah, there he is. Walking is easier than others. Mr. Y, thank you for that. That is um, one of the best compliments that I've gotten in here. I really appreciate that. You made my day. So you guys get the point. I And obviously, as you can see, as you can tell, I make... Or I can make an entire podcast and I have made an entire podcast just based on meditation. I think more than one, more than one shows. I mean, we have over 260 audio shows, not counting the YouTube shows. Make sure you guys check us out on YouTube too. go to YouTube and type in Mixture of Variety Podcast. You'll see our video podcasts. It's a lot of fun and we have cool guests on and it's a lot of fun. And I definitely think you guys should check it out mixture of variety podcast on youtube you get to see my handsome face you get to see my co-host beautiful sexy face nikki p and we have a lot of fun but as far as the audio show and you know we're all over we're on spotify and apple and stitcher and google and everywhere just google us and you'll see all the podcast platforms that we are on my point being is that having 260 plus shows we obviously talked about meditation more than one time number three make time to get creative and allow it to lead to inspiration new experiences and self-transcendence very important once you use that side of your brain which i want to say it is your right side of your brain but i could be wrong I, actually, I think it's your left side. I think I think the left side is the creativity part, the left side of your brain. Once you get more involved into that and more involved into your own creativity, that alone is going to connect you to a different place than just the physical world, okay? Because you can get creative and you can talk about anything and everything, Right? If you're writing or if you're doing a podcast or if you're painting or if you're making music, that is the side of your brain that is going to connect you to your higher self because you're looking outside of the box. You're looking at things differently. And at the same time, that's almost where 
the lucid dreams come from. A lot of the creativity that if you're in the process of going to sleep or you're not yet asleep, <clears throat> excuse me, that's kind of where a lot of that creativity is stored. So you have the lucid, vivid dreams, and that actually can promote some creativity, right? It can, and it does. Maybe even subconsciously. Maybe you don't even realize it, okay? But maybe subconsciously it does, and you have a, a dream that's going to trigger some type of creativity. Who knows? But either way, allow it to lead to inspiration, new experiences, and of course, self-transcendence, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Y says, may God bless you, brother. I pray from India for you. Thank you so much, Mr. Y, and a pray and a prayer back to you as well. And all of India. Can you tell me some other podcast apps apart from Yes, I can do that. Lucid vivid dreams are those who we see in sleeping. That's why I need to check Pod. Yeah, Podbean is very similar to Castbox. Um, that's a good one for live shows. If you want to listen to live shows, uh, we used to we used to go on Podbean. We had about ten thousand downloads, and then it was um some te- we had some technical issues, and we had to switch back to Castbox. But Podbean is a good one. You can go on Spotify, of course. Spotify is the big one. Apple Podcasts, you can go on Google Podcasts, you can go on Stitcher, you can go on Anchor.fm or just Anchor, just search for Anchor. You can go to Amazon, a bunch of them, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. When we're done here, check out the, uh, check out my profile, I believe I have a bunch of them in there. All right, so what do you guys think about this one? Number four, keep a journal. Even if you're not a strong writer, especially if you're not a strong writer, put your thoughts and feelings into paper to separate yourself from them. The The, beaut- the most beautiful thing about writing, even if you're not a good writer, you don't have to be a, you know, a poet or a perfect blogger or a perfect you know, a, a writer in any way. Basically, what it is doing when you write. Okay, what I found out over the years and what I've had counselors and therapists tell me over the years. That's why I'm relaying this knowledge to you guys is that once you write it. Okay, I'm not even talking about on your phone. It's not the same thing. I'm talking about old school. Get a get a pencil and a piece of paper or a journal or a pen and a journal, whatever, something like that. And when you're writing. Whatever it is and that ink or that lead from the pencil is coming out, you are actually getting the negative energy off of you. It's almost like you're expelling it. You're getting it off of you. You're getting it out of you. Okay. So this was the worst day. I can't believe my boss did this. My girlfriend did this and I can't believe this and this. And I, you know, I'm just, I'm so angry. I don't know what to do. And you know, I'm getting really depressed and I'm, I'm not sure how to deal with it. And, um, you know, you're kind of giving yourself a physical manifestation of a therapy section uh, session, if that makes any sense, because you're basically whatever you're writing, you're writing your feelings and your emotions down and they are actually you're actually projecting the energy onto that paper. 
you're actually taking the energy from you, all those negative thoughts, all those negative emotions, you are getting it off of you. You're getting it off of you onto the paper. And then you get to read it the next day and say, wow, yesterday I had a really bad day. Yesterday was really was really rough. I guarantee you'll feel better, though. Even if you feel better by 10, 20%, I guarantee you'll feel better. You know, whatever you're going through. And that's really not just to say that it only has to be negative thoughts. You can, if you have a really good day, if you have a really good day and you're writing down, wow, what an amazing day. This went right for me. This went right for me. You know, whatever it is, and you're just writing everything down. Then what happens is the next time that you have a bad day, let's say the next week, two weeks, whatever it is, then you go back to that journal entry and you read of how how much of a good day that was. And then you remind yourself and your memories work the same way. Your memories will absorb that energy and your, uh, and your memories will actually remind yourself, you know what? Yeah, today was bad or today was really bad, or I feel angry, or I feel rageful, I feel irritable, I feel depressed, but you know what? Look at this journal journal entry from two weeks ago. It's not always going to be like that. It's not always going to be like that. You guys listening right now are smart people. I know you are. We never stay in our emotions for that long. That is a beautiful thing about being a human being. I mean, can you imagine if you just had the worst day of your life and that's just how your emotions were and that's just how you were going to be feeling for the rest of your life? That would be awful. But it's never like that. Every day is different. Sometimes every hour is different. Have you ever have you guys ever had those type of days where you can't even say that the entire day was bad, but a couple hours here terrible. And then a couple hours after, beautiful. And then a couple hours after, eh. And then a couple hours after, awesome. You know what I mean? Like it, it's so it's so con- it's so constantly changing that you really just never are staying in the same place as far as emotions. So you get the emotions out in a negative way. If you're feeling a negative emotion you get it out on the journal and if you're feeling and you had a really good day write that down too because you're going to remind yourself when you read it that it was not it's not always going to be like this today was a bad day but look at my journal entry from two weeks ago wow that was a beautiful day number five get out of the house and go where you are closest to nature this is a big one that i suggest I definitely recommend this one. This is such a huge one. And a lot of people are just so stuck in this physical realm with buildings around them or, you know, being in the city or just, you know, cars everywhere. And they're so disconnected from nature that as soon as you get into nature, you feel like a different person. It is amazing. It is amazing. When I go for a hike with Nikki P, my beautiful co-host, when we go for a hike, 
it is like a different world. It is a different world. When I visit my friend in Florida, when I visit my best friend in Florida, and we go to the beach, and the sunset is setting, and I'm on the beach, and I'm in the water, and I'm hearing the waves, and I'm hearing the seagulls, I'm a different person. Okay? So allow yourself to commune with nature, which is basically like communicate. Finding inspiration, healing, and perhaps a sense of transcendence through nature. It is a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. I really, really recommend it. Get with nature. Connect with nature as much, as much as possible. I'm so, you know, I'm actually lucky I live next to maybe like three minutes away from a hiking trail. Not a major one, not not something that you get to the top and you you see the whole city, not like that, but a small hiking trail and a river. Actually, I live like right by the river. And in addition to that. I have a big plant in every room of my apartment. I have a big plant in every room in my apartment just to connect myself any way possible with nature. Is that the same as, you know, having a plant in your apartment? Is that the same as going to the beach, like I just said, or going up to a hike and, and you know, getting up to the top of the mountain and looking at the whole city or the whole countryside? No, obviously not. But at the same time, anything to, to feel that, energy because the the nature that provides the positive and the negative ions which actually make you feel better which actually make human beings feel better and just uplift their spirits you want to try something if you guys have a woods if you guys have a trail in the woods anywhere by you before it gets too cold and you need to spray yourself with bug spray. That's fine. Walk around a little bit with no shoes and socks. Just walk around barefoot for like 20 minutes and just see how you feel. Make sure variety. I'm following you on anchor. All right, Bobby. That's what's up. Yeah. Anchor anchor is really good because anchor distributes our podcast everywhere all the places that i just mentioned so you follow us on anchor you can listen to our podcast on anchor but then anchor is a beautiful thing because it, it distributes it to spotify and stitcher and apple and google and all of them we are surrounded by trees like margona mango banya etc beautiful bobby is anchor like cast box uh you just listen to podcasts. Yeah, Anchor is just uh, you can listen to podcasts and they distribute it for us. It's not a there's no live option. But I want to talk to people as well. Yeah, CastBox. Listen, I, I love Podbean. And like I said, we were on Podbean for a long time and we had 10,000. We had over 10,000 downloads. But we had to come back on CastBox because of technical issues. That really pissed me off. But 
Either way, we're back. All right, two more, ladies and gentlemen. Number six, engage in shadow work. Make time to reflect and dive into your deepest, darkest parts. It's vital to acknowledge and address that which is worse in us as well. That is which is best in us. Okay. I don't recommend you do shadow work with just a regular person or maybe even a family member because a lot of that deep stuff that you need to reflect on and the deepest, darkest parts you may not want certain people to even know about. So I would suggest to do this with a therapist or some type of counselor or maybe a psychiatrist, even if you get to that point. Um, but I really don't know. I, I don't I don't have much to say about that. I mean, I understand that it is vital. They're basically saying that you have to get your deepest, darkest, um, the secrets and the deep, deepest, darkest parts out of you. I understand that, but sometimes that can be extremely difficult and you don't want to trigger something that is going to make you feel any worse. You definitely don't want to do that. But it is very important. It is very important, especially if it's something, you know, deep and dark that happened to you when you were a child or, or a very long time ago. You know, you it's going to be a lot harder. It's going to be a lot more difficult to self transcend if you have baggage. You know what I mean? If you have this horrible negative baggage that is holding you down in so many ways and you're not dealing with it. It's going, it's going to be almost impossible to self-transcend. Number seven. We made it, ladies and gentlemen. We made it. Practice excellence in whatever you do. Wherever you go. Whoever you're with within your day-to-day -day life it doesn't really matter what it is as long as it's not harmful to anyone all that matters is that you're doing what you do well okay so do it well great do it well Sorry, guys. Literally just saw an accident outside my window. That's good. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Um, okay, so yeah, let's just finish this up. Um, hopefully that makes sense. I mean, that's pretty much an easy one. Um, I definitely agree with that because what it is is that you have to You have to just practice excellence in whatever you do. Um, why why do anything half-assed, you know? Why be a half-assed friend? Why be a half-assed worker? Why be a half-assed podcaster? Why be a half-assed, you know, painter or, or blogger or whatever you do? Why be a half-assed uh, athlete? You know what I mean? So that's just what it is. And... Hopefully that all makes sense, ladies and gentlemen, and hopefully you got something out of it. And um, this is Sunday spirituality, you know, give it up one time. Yeah! 
Sunday spirit spirituality is what we do here every Sunday on Mixture of Variety. Um, it is a variety show. This is not the only thing that we talk about, ladies and gentlemen. We talk about anything and everything, as you can see in my bio. Thank you guys so much, Mr. Y, Bobby, everybody checking me out. Mr. Y says, tell me one thing, Mr. Host. What's the best way to know what's right? What is wrong? I feel like, Mr. Y, um, the best way to know what's right, what's wrong. I feel like everybody has that intuition. I feel like you have to trust your intuition. I feel like you have to know yourself enough that you know what you're doing is on a certain path. And if it's on the negative path and you know what you're doing is on the positive path. You know, I, I feel like everybody has that little voice inside them that is telling them that if it's a if it's a positive or a negative and if it's right or wrong. And a lot of people don't care. A lot of people, unfortunately, in this world don't care. And um, they'll do the wrong thing anyway, you know, but definitely if you're if you're trying to practice self-transcendence, you have to pay attention at all times and realize that you have to be doing the right thing because you're not only doing the right thing for yourself. You're doing the right thing for humanity. You're doing the right thing for a society. We're, we're all one, right? We're all connected. So it all goes together. It all flows together. And we seriously are all one. And it's just knowing about ourselves is a way to know. Yeah, absolutely. Know yourself. You have to know yourself. You have to know yourself. A hundred percent. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So check this out. Sunday spirituality. Savage Saturday, we play some music. Monday and Wednesday are the live actual shows that will go on all the podcast platforms and you can catch it live 9 p.m. Eastern on Monday and Wednesday. Monday, I do the show by myself. Wednesday, Nikki P joins me. Um, Tuesday and Thursday is usually up in the air. If I, you know, I don't even know if I'm going to go on. I usually don't even record it if I'm going to go on. But then please, guys, remember, follow us on IG. Follow us. Follow us on IG. That's the first thing. Our Instagram is at Mixture of Variety. Okay. Our Instagram is at Mixture of Variety. That way you'll see a banner and you'll know exactly what we're talking about that night. So it's not a surprise to you since it is a variety show. And also, you get to see any bonus material and find out any bonus material if there's any bonus shows or whatnot. And please, please, please remember to check us out on YouTube. Go to our YouTube channel right now. Go to YouTube and type in Mixture of Variety Podcast or even Mixture of Variety, and you will see our channel. We have 20 episodes completely finished on Season 1, and we just finished Episode 8 on Season 2 last Friday. And we had a special guest, and we had a special guest two weeks ago. We had a special guest uh, next week coming up. You guys definitely don't want to miss these guests because they are amazing. And, of course, Nikki P is on vacation. But when she comes back in two weeks, she will be back with me, and we'll do the show together. It's definitely a lot of fun. If you like what you see, please click like, subscribe, comment, share. You guys know what to do. Listen, you guys have a great, wonderful day or wonderful night, wherever you're from. And remember, it's all about unity and love, baby. We are all one. It's Patient Zero signing out. Deuces.